welcome back to Turdy for Turdy. I know you guys just finished hearing us It's talk, next week. But, We're know. putting this out the week after that one. Oh, well, uh, way it's the fancy future. Well, anyway, make sure you let us know how we're doing in the future. You can either email us at tftpod2018 at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at turdy for turdy. And uh, let's get started. I think he fixed it. Next week. Yeah, I think he got it. My name's Lance Marlowe. And I'm Trey Miles. And we are the hosts of Fandemonium, a sports podcast made for fans by fans. We got this podcast going because we got really sick and tired of hearing guys like Skip Bayless talk about the same thing over and over. And if you're tired of listening to guys like Skip Bayless or your boring AM sports radio, give us a try. The Fandemonium Podcast on wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! Cool. Welcome back to Todd Did It Too. Welcome to Turdy for Turdy. <laughs> I like a time is an illusion, you know. A time is in a bottle. Well, I wish I could keep time in a bottle. It's the show that we talk about sports for the most part, except for maybe this episode. But it kind of has something to do with sports. Anyway, I'm Andrew. That's Maher. Are you ready to get the party started one more time? Uh, hold on real quick. I gotta go rob some, like, a ponchos and make, like, eight eight million dollars. Sopapia! <laughs> I'll put the flag up and be like, hey, um, I got all my money now, thanks. I'm gonna buy all, everybody in here some sopapias. So, as I said in the last one, this is kind of like a sequel, but really it's a sequel in the sense that we're still talking about high schools and they're still in Texas. But are we talking about football? Kind of. So football... Are we talking about soccer then? (laughs) No. So definitely, that's like the only sport we're probably not talking about. So basically at a football game, there's so much more to to it than just the the actual game. You got ROTC that comes out and brings the the flags. You got the spirit guys that run around with the, the logo of the team on the flag. Most Some teams have those. You got my wife's favorite part, the drill team and the dance team. You got the band. And I think I'm forgetting or, something. No, as you mentioned the band because, you know, the band people will get really upset if you don't. No, definitely the band. The band. That's, probably, that's probably like one of the most popular parts. But there's something else yeah. that's really popular. Uh, I, well, I've had band people tell me that, like, the, the band existed before football. Yes, everyone built giant stadiums to listen to bands play. Exactly. So I pretty much laugh at those people. So the other the other group that you have that's very popular at high school football games and high school events in general is uh, cheerleaders. That's a big part of the high school experience, you know. Well, cheerleading is a sport. It's also one of the most dangerous sports. True. I will not argue that. And so today we're actually talking about high school cheerleading. Oh, so you're worried about this was going to actually be about sports, and it turns out it's about a deadly sport. Well, you know, it's back-breaking work. I mean, neck-breaking work. Well, we'll see if you feel the same way at the end of it. Oh, uh, well, bring it on. Wink. Definitely a but um tis moment there. 
So the year was uh, the year of our story, the year of our Lord, 2006. <laughs> okay, so it's <laughs> not as far back as you made it sound. Uh, the top song of that year was Bad Day. Because you had a bad day, you take a what? Man, I, I like. I like how the closer we get, the songs make sense. But like when you were in the '60s, even though there was so much better music, it was freaking Alker Bilk. Oh, I didn't. His I didn't mention that Alker Bilk had the second song of 2006 called "My Crustacean Is Stuck on the Beach." No, you didn't. You know that that sounds um that sounds pretty uh. Catchy. That sounds very Alker Bilk like, doesn't it? Um. I, yeah, My starfish has I... hepatitis and is on land by Acker Bilk. Well, he might have got it from Pamela Anderson because she was a lifeguard Ooh. in that fake show where she didn't actually go by the name Pamela We're Anderson. making some connections here, one connection at a time. The Best Picture winner was one of my actually like one of my favorite movies of all time. Not joking about this. The movie was Crash. Great movie. Wait, Crash came out in 2006? Was that the one that had all the like big-name yeah, celebrities has, in it and yeah. won all those awards? Yeah, it was actually a really good movie, too. I never saw it. Oh, man. But like, I, I, I kind of regret not seeing it because it was really popular, and from what I've heard, it was actually like... You know, some of those movies that won awards, it's like they're way too artsy fartsy and it's like yeah like i i don't i'm not into this but like that one actually sounded like it was legitimately like good. yeah it wasn't very artsy and so i guess for this episode we're audibling to the history of the movie crash so here we go <laughs> uh no or actually i'll just read you the whole plot right now so crash takes place in los angeles and i would prefer if we just switched over to talking about like speed or maybe speed two Ooh, you know, those speed are very two on a boat <laughs> so in keeping with the the theme from last episode this story actually takes place in dallas as well dang you know we're sticking in the big d and we do mean dallas but um tis i never got that song i never got the the big d was divorce it took you a I while never got that it took me like 30 years actually 20 seven years because i figured it no 26 years because i figured it out a couple years ago i have a couple of songs like that i can't think of them off the top of my head but it's one of those things when i hear them i start laughing because i'm like oh yeah i used to think the words were this so yeah i quoted a song at somebody and then when i like it kind of hit me i was like that made no sense yeah once you say it like you're like oh that can't be the words because that's clearly in just incoherent so this it took me a while though because I mostly speak incoherently. I, I won't argue with that. So we're talking about one of the wealthier suburbs in Dallas, McKinney. Ooh, McKinney. Uh, I and I, I didn't know it was wealthier. I all I hear is people talking about how fancy Plano is. So McKinney's kind of up there. It's like a middle to high class suburb. I actually knew somebody that worked at the high school there, and it seemed like a pretty nice place. It was pretty quiet. But we're focusing on it, so it couldn't have been all that quiet. All it takes is one bad day. Wink. So, uh, news started uh, a story, a scandal. He'll go with a scandal. A scandal started growing <laughs> in uh, in the McKinney area and actually started becoming a national scandal 
when the cheerleading squad posted some pictures on MySpace, and they might have been in poor taste. Ooh, I uh, MySpace. I forgot about MySpace back in high school when we'd like have to run the proxies to go to Hank, go to MySpace. And the computer lab. So things got so out of hand that eventually uh, Lifetime would actually make a movie about this cheerleading squad. Um, wow, that's actually, uh, I did not know about this. So the pictures that were posted on MySpace were pretty shocking to people all over the country. Um, it's Some of them were just the girls, uh, pictures of the girls partying and taking shots in bikinis. Uh, they to, so they took some like upskirt pictures and put them on MySpace. So pretty bad stuff for high schoolers. Um. Well, the problem with high schoolers doing that is it's technically child pornography. Well, it is child pornography. Not technically yeah, it, it is unless they happen to be 18. But I'm assuming these were not 18. Not all of them. But none of that, none of those pictures that I just mentioned are the reason why they started getting national exposure. Oh, it's, so it's not them, like, you know, forcing people to, like, accidentally be pedophiles because no. they saw pictures of young girls that they posted on MySpace. Things actually got out of hand when they posted pictures of themselves in a store called Condoms to Go, holding, playing with uh, some penis-shaped candles. And one of them may or may not have had the candle very close to her mouth. Oh, oh. wait, condoms to go? Like, did you, the rest of them did you have to use there? <laughs> I forgot to mention part of that. They were in their cheerleading uniforms. Oh, so, okay, so them posting all of their other very inappropriate pictures um, that if someone were to happen to actually have on their phone would probably end up going to jail for, um, they got in trouble for going to a sex shop in their cheer high school cheerleading uniforms <laughs> and and they somehow thought all of that was okay up until that correct and so, and so people started asking questions about who these girls were and who they how they thought it was okay to do this and as they started like digging deeper into who these girls were and their story things get a little crazier from here I I mean you're starting at 11 right now so I uh I don't know how anybody could have thought any of that was I mean I can see people doing that but I could see you knowing 100% that I shouldn't be doing this but then like not caring. So what was discovered was that this cheerleading squad was a little more mean girls and a little less bring it on. Um Ooh. Carissa was the leader of the, the cheerleading squad. She was blonde, popular, and pretty much got away with anything that she wanted. Did she explain it all? <laughs> Actually, no, she doesn't explain it all. She doesn't like to take account of what she did. But no matter how bad she it got, she and the other girls could always get themselves out of punishment. Carissa's get-out-of-jail-free free card came uh, came to her because her mother was actually the principal of the school, Linda Thorat. Oh, oh my. I see this having a very bad ending for her mother also. So according to students, they would walk around without compliments like, I like your pants or I like your blouse. And after the the girl that they told that to would accept the compliment and move on, the cheerleaders would talk about how hideous the outfit was and start laughing at the girl while she was still in earshot. Oh my God, that's the most high school thing ever. I... I love that. See, I, I, um, I mean, me and you, we, we go, we were very cynical people, 
and like we'll just make fun of people but like we don't ever acknowledge them beforehand but i i can't imagine like going and complimenting somebody and then knowing that they're within earshot of you just like shitting all over them that's that's the most high school girl thing you could probably yeah no it's it was bad and i mean yes i would say that we were cynical and would talk talk about other people but i never wanted to hurt anybody's feelings so it would be like at times when they weren't even in the same area code oh i'll say terrible things about people when i'm like a hundred yards away from them and i know they can't hear me i'm a very judgy person folks you know i say don't judge me but that's not a two-way street i'll judge all true all true statements so the five girls didn't just limit their attacks to the girls outside of the team teammates would also come under attack when two new girls joined the team the other five girls and and I failed to mention this, but the name of this, these five girls were called the Fab Five. Oh, you know, so the people were fans of Michigan uh, basketball. I, I guess. I don't, I think that name is probably given to them after the fact, but I'll just tell you now because it reminds you that it's like five girls that we're talking about. So when two new girls joined the team, other students overheard Carissa's group talking about making their lives miserable. One of the girls that wasn't in the popular crowd of the cheerleading said, "If you weren't cheerleading team said, if you weren't cute or popular, they were rude behind your back." Sounds like they were pretty rude to your face. For the two, also, or like the the awkward like I'm behind you, but I'm technically to your face kind of. Yeah, the like I'm gonna talk bad about you from behind you, but I also want you to hear it for some reason. Yeah, yeah, there, there's like getting caught talking bad about someone behind their back when you're not trying to let them hear you, and then there's the like going out of your way to be like, yeah, I'm talking bad about you, and I know you can hear me, but I'm indirectly not talking to you or something like that. So uh, at the start of the 2006 school year, Michaela Ward was hired as the new cheerleading coach, and um, she would say that of when she first the first one of the first things she noticed that was the five girls were definitely at the top of the food chain and the other ones were afraid of them see that's gotta be a weird a weird category because obviously the cheerleaders are gonna think they're you know they're they're hot stuff um so you would imagine that the people that were the top cheerleading group would probably be the highest and then it'd be like you know underneath that but it just depends on the school because i mean even at our high school cheerleaders weren't really no i mean yeah it depends on the school and the weird part is that uh what i found as i was doing this one is that the other students even though they didn't like these five girls they still like when the hellscape of media and national tv and all that started raining down on these girls for stuff that happens in a little while they all like came to their defense were like ah, they're just good high school girls doing high school girl things that's that's weird. So it was kind of like um, a, it was kind of like a, weird. you know, yeah, they messed up, but we protect our own type things. Snitches get stitches, or you know, cartwheels to the or face. Or snitches almost say what they're about to snitch on, and then stop, and then regret it from till till today. So you never know. No regrets, other than you know, if if actually, I don't think can it, can we backtrack on the episode that we ah, really sure, just why talked not? about. We make the rules here. Two two weeks ago, I um, I I I don't agree with his thought that that he should 
yeah, he should have said something, but it wouldn't have fixed the problem. They, yeah, they wouldn't have got caught, but the coach would have had to turn them in because that because of the, how the you know that that rule works where you have to report any crimes that are given to you as a teacher, which is correct, yes, right. So he so they would still they still would have got arrested for one well, less count of burglary and then probably one of suspicious suspicion to commit you burglary. You are going ahead and assuming that the coach was going to be ethical with it. There's no guarantee that he was going to be ethical. Yeah, but then it all could have like came back worse on him True. too. So I don't know. Let's move on. Let's talk about cheerleaders. Woo! Bring it on. <laughs> I like how we're going to keep tossing bring it on in there. Um so, like I said, these kids, uh, a lot of them said that any of this stuff could have happened on any campus in America. And so, as I said a minute ago, Michaela Ward was the coach of the girls during the time of the candle scandal. When she... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Like, candle scandal just, like, had me, like... When she first started her job at McKinney, she tried to be friendly with the team in hopes that they would calm down and listen to her if she got on their good side. Uh, she had heard that she was the fifth coach they had in three years. Oh, that's um, that's that's not great. Um, I, I wonder what the suicide rate amongst those So one coach was. quit after Carissa flipped her off at a basketball game. The coach yelled at her to get out of the gym, and Carissa replied with a no and just ignored her. So the coach ended up being the one that got out of the gym. Well, so why would you quit after that? There had well, been a bunch of stuff that they're not it's saying. It's because happened. of this. When she brought it up to administration, instead of kicking her off the team, the admin team let her quit the squad, and that way she could easily join back the following year. And that was actually the harshest punishment they had gotten in the four years of high school. That was literally the worst thing that happened to any of them, is that it was like the end of the year, she was kicked off for a couple of months, and then got to rejoin for the next year. That's ridiculous. I mean, and I mean that I as you'll find that was one of the biggest punishments that they got and I mean like a huge punishment compared to some of the other stuff. Wow. That Yeah. That's what happens when your mom's the principal. I mean, I probably got away with some stuff when I was in high school um cuz I was I was friends with the principal and my mom worked at the school but I at the same time, my mom's always worked at my school, and I was more scared of what my mom was going to do to me other than what the actual administration was going to do to me. And a couple times, like, when I got in trouble growing up in elementary school, the principal would just turn me over to my mom, and it was worse than anything the school could have done to me, mostly because they weren't allowed to do corporal punishment. Good point. Uh, the coach would later tell a lawyer that Principal Thorette had tried to ruin her life when it when or here's the quote she said she tried to ruin my life over this I was called a liar crazy and on meds <laughs> on meds that's 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 a very backhanded like insult that's just like that that pretty much is just like oh they're on meds like uh it's like well you're basically saying that everything I say is like a lie now forever <laughs> Thorette denied the claim. I'll just throw that that in there at yeah, the end. I, I would never admit that I was on meds if I No, wasn't. the principal denied ever saying that about her, of course. Oh, yeah. No, I would. If I said something terrible about somebody, like, and then I was being questioned, I wouldn't admit it. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah, no. It was, uh, you know, it must have been that other principal at the same school. 
Another coach quit after she caught the girls drinking, told the school, and the girls were not punished at all. Where did she catch the girls drinking at? Was it at school or like it was she at a bar and they happened to like stumble in? No, it was at school. Was it like a varsity blues type situation? No, it was at school. They also got caught another time drinking at a dance. And the worst thing that happened to him is they kind of got like detention. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. So not, not good. Uh, needless to say, the girls' behavior did not really improve with Miss Ward's strategy of being nice to them until they liked her. During cheer camp of that, the beginning of that year, one of the girls stole Ward's phone. Once the girls got the phone, they sent a racy text message to her husband about trying some different bedroom activities. Wow. They all- These, this, this is straight up like Mean Girls, and Mean Girls like not even realistic. This is straight up like Mean Girls, the freaking like sequel, even though I'm pretty sure they made a sequel, but I don't think people want to remember that. Oh, yeah. They also made a Broadway play. Never forget. Wow. Um, that's, that's not fetch. She also, the, the, the girls also sent some similar text messages to another coach at the school. Oh, oh, this is, this is not, I have bad feelings now. The girl, uh, the girls also pulled a prank on Miss Ward that they called the chocolate tampon. And so for fun, I never looked up what that was. Uh, when I was reading this, because I thought it would be fun if we learned something together at the same time. You can't see my face right now, but like it, I I I don't like my face is doing stuff I've never seen. Everyone do listening like to the show, disgust. myself included, we're all about to learn something new. Is this like an Urban Dictionary type thing? Like, um. Because I've looked up some stuff on Urban Dictionary and been like, I wish I didn't know what that was. Okay, here we go. According to Urban Dictionary, which is always true, never lies, a chocolate tampon is inserting a tampon, preferably a super or maxi, into a male or female's anus, thus leaving a brown chocolate coating on the tampon. Once removed and coated, you must project the tampon at an enemy or you strongly dislike or want to get pranked. So they did that to their cheerleading coach. So here's my question: Like, are they like, I, I mean, I don't know if I want to know the answer to this. So they like get some like hapless dude to just shove a tampon in his ass, or <laughs> I, I think they did it themselves. I would, or like, I mean, but if you do it, that just means you got a nasty ass, and no, like, no, you know, no one that thinks their shit don't stink wants to have their shit stink. I think that was probably like the least of their cares. To be honest, like, I don't think they cared about anything. <laughs> I mean, I seriously, like, I almost gagged. I Actually, I did gag in high school when someone, like, threw, like, a, a tampon coated in, like, ketchup, at, like, during lunch one time. So I don't really think I could handle an actual shit-covered thing flying Chocolate around. Chocolate tampons. That's what all the kids the, are the, doing. Yeah. No. Uh, no, they're not. That's not normal people stuff. This is crazy people stuff. <laughs> Another time, Miss Ward heard that one of the girls got in trouble for using her phone in class. When the teacher confronted her, she said, shut up, I'm talking to my mom. Wait, wait, so this girl was, 
she was texting her principal mom in the middle of class and the the mom was responding. No, this was a, another one of the girls. Oh, okay. And it okay. was one of that the group of five. It was one of them got in trouble for using her phone in class. The teacher said, put it away. And she said, shut up. I'm talking to my mom. No punishment. Yeah, no, that, that should be like a slap in the face. And But it's not allowed. Another time a teacher was told to pull your panties out of a wad. So that's how they talk to adults at the school. Yeah. No problems, though. No trouble. Yeah, no, uh, everything seems like it's going really well. These seem like these girls are going to grow up to be well adjusted. Outstanding citizens that, that know, you know, the boundaries of how you should respect other people. And, you know, they're definitely going to fit into a corporate structure at some point in their life. <laughs> Board warned the girls that any more bad behavior would get them kicked off the team. They responded well, with that's an empty threat. They right responded there. with good luck with that. Wow. Like, I, I don't even know how you could even do anything. I think at a certain point, if I was, like, one of the, the teachers I had to deal with them, I would just would give up. You mean quit, you, you like, can't. five cheerleading coaches in three years? I don't know if I'd quit. Like, I just at one point stopped doing my job and see how long it took anybody to notice. Because they're obviously covering for these kids. So, like, can they get mad at you because, like, you just ignore them? <laughs> yeah, they could, technically. But at a certain point, you would, I mean, you have a very valid argument of, I can't do anything, you need to help me. The problem is you would hope the principal would step in and assist you with these kids, but when the principal's one of their mothers, you're at a really tough situation. If I was at the point that this this current uh, coach is at, I would literally just, I'd just sit in the corner and, like, check my phone and let things pan out. And go bald from ripping your hair out at night as you slept. Yeah, I mean, you go home and drink yourself to death, but, I mean, just don't care. Long hair, don't care when you're at work. Just worry about the things you can fix, and if you know you that no one cares, then don't care yourself. Gang members were nothing compared to these girls. They believe they, <laughs> whoa, believe whoa, they cannot a, be touched. A, a teacher told Harold Jones, a lawyer assigned to the case, once things got messy between Ward, Thurot, and the rest of the school. Wow. So, that's a heck of a yeah, quote right there. You just, that's a banger if you just come out with gang members were nothing compared to these girls. Yeah, I um, I didn't really, like, when when you started with that one, I just, like, I could, I, that's, I can't even imagine fathoming that, that sentence. Um at all like and it actually seems to fit the situation to be honest uh when ward would take any of these complaints to uh the principal and tell her she was planning to discipline them the principal would say you better not well that's that's just great leadership right you know everybody's you better equal, not. except for if they're my daughter or her friends. Uh, your daughter just threw a poopy tampon at me. I think I'm going to kick her off the team. You better not, you bitch. You yeah, take it. You that take point, that dirty tampon I, to your face. See, here's here's my problem with this. It seems like she's just telling things to the principal, when in fact she should like be ignoring that the principal even exists and just... I know, like, I'm not a big fan of that skipping the ladder, but she needs to be going to the district or something. So, no matter how... And, and like, save the poopy tampon. They can test it with forensics. You know, I don't know. 
Oh, that would be great if this got all the way to where they had to do a DNA test and they did a DNA test on the poop and it came back as one like boy that was at the school. And they're like, Mr. Jones, is this your poo? Did you stick this up your butt for these girls? And he's like, yeah, why'd you do it? Uh, they were bullying me. They like, pinned, they pinned me down me and did it to then... me. She said she's gonna give me a handy, and then she didn't. And then I was like, "Oh, well, now I got a." <laughs> now I've got this on. shirt that says I was promised a handy, and all I got was a poopy tampon. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, how? No matter how bad it got, Thorat, I don't know how you say this woman's name. I'm gonna keep it with Thorat though to keep it consistent. Thorat and the other parents defended their girls. All were together to keep them out of trouble. We don't think we're perfect parents, and we know our daughter has made mistakes, but we try the best we can, said a father of one of the girls. <laughs> they are not trying very hard at all, apparently. They're like literally doing the opposite of trying. They're just like, yeah, kids I mean, will be I, kids. I, I'm imagining these like these kids are probably worse than their, with their parents than they are with this teacher they probably ran all over their parents for the last five years and they just like they don't they don't care they're like give a damn but i feel like to get away with this level of nonsense though you would almost have to be super nice to your parents but still run all over them like you're just so nice to them that you get whatever you want and they think that there's no way the stories coming out about you are true but it turns out they are true i mean and to be fair like most parents they, they're gonna give their benefit their kid the benefit of the doubt but i feel like at this point he, they have no benefit yeah, but once the accusations no of poopy tampon starts coming around it might be time to reevaluate what you're doing as an adult well you know other than all the pictures the oh yeah um, somehow i forgot about the pictures places, the scandal scandal the drinking the um you know straight up psychological warfare they were performing on these poor other children at this school. There's a lot of stuff here. This is like borderline sociopath. These girls have more evidence right against there. them than OJ Simpson did in his case. And they got away with it too. So yeah, but you know, he didn't do it, you know, according to his book, but if know, he did do if it, I did do it. Yeah. He wouldn't have handled it the way that he was told that he handled it. Yeah. He wouldn't have like, you know, stole a or you know tried to run away in a slow speed chase on the california interstate you know after sawing off his ex-wife's head but if he did do it he might have done that stuff yeah you know he you know he might have done all that so ward finally took the issue higher up and got the superintendent involved which is what you finally (laughs) he temporarily suspended the girls and put them on probation Wait, so you said the leaving the team thing was the worst. That's actually like the legit, legit worst punishment they've had so far. But suspended is probably like only like two days, but still. I, I that's think a they were actually suspended thing. for uh, 15 days, or at least that was what was proposed. I don't know if that was actually the final tally, but yeah. It probably just gave the girls more time to like, you know, drink and do other stuff they weren't supposed to be doing. So even with taking it up to the superintendent and only seeing the girls get suspended, which I think she wanted them expelled and she didn't get it, she had enough and resigned shortly after bringing that complaint. They probably should have been expelled like several times over. And I also feel like 
the fact that it would have been I feel like someone at some point they would have told the principal like this teacher reported this and then the principal would tell their daughters that and then that teacher's life would be in like a living hell which is probably another reason why she resigned she's like yeah this is not not going well oh, for me I, i'm sure every time she went and talked to the principal about her daughter the principal would tell her daughter there's like that just it seems like there's something going on where either the mom knows that her daughter's like a total like psychopath and either gets run over herself or just she is such an enabler that she just tells her daughter all that stuff she's probably not supposed to know so after after that report came into the superintendent and after he heard about all the pictures on MySpace, uh, the school board ended up spending $40,000 to hire Harold Jones and launch an investigation into all of these accusations. I feel like all you got to do is, like, search the internet, well, you know? Well, nothing like just good old spending money you didn't need to spend. Uh, so, wait, what was this? What was that, a lawyer? Yeah, he's that lawyer about the, the guy that... I brought up during the gang comment, that comment came from his report about this whole event. Oh, I thought that was like a, I don't know. I guess I, I ignored you because I was so shocked by the fact they were talking about high school girls, girls and comparing them to a gang all, and also one of the biggest cities in so Texas. So the quote came from, there's a large gang The presence. quote came from a teacher, but it was written in Harold Jones' report. Oh, okay. So hopefully that, that clears that up. Uh, by de- Clear as mud. By December 2006, the girls had quit the team and Therat had resigned as principal. Therat said that she made recommendations for the girls to be kicked off the team, but the parents fought against it, which is obviously a lie. She never said that. But as soon as she got in trouble, she said that that she had said several times that these girls needed punishment taken out on them, but the parents wouldn't let her punish them. Um. Well... Come Wait, on, oh, yeah, yeah. The principals after the after all this, like all these stories came out, the principal turned around and said, "Well, I tried to punish the girls, but everybody wouldn't let me." I mean, I think at a certain point, I if I was like anybody that worked there and I was reporting on an incident involving her daughter, which I'm sure was not just the cheerleading coach, I would just put a tape recorder in my pocket because this lady is so full of shit that she's just got tampons full of it coming out of her it's so bad like just uh. i mean like there's one thing to like slightly cover for your child but like when you're doing all this for them like they're never gonna learn they're just they're gonna fail at life because they don't know how to be a like a actual human being so jones uh typed up his report and it was 70 pages long filled with accusations comments and quotes uh basically what i found is this report can be summed up in two lines uh, that he wrote that are great lines his first one was kids will be killed kids not kids (laughs) whoa 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 is this zodiac killer in this (laughs) let me me fix that kids will be kids but adults have to be adults sadly in this saga i was struck by the resistance of many adults to accept the role of being the grown-up. That's a really, like, you know, that's a very good quote. Except for when you fumbled it and made it sound like he was going to murder I think the solution to our problem is we murder these five girls. (laughs) You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not against the death penalty. 
you know, while I usually wouldn't, in, you know, be for just murdering random people, I feel like these girls should probably, like, they need to come to Jesus meeting. And if that ends with them, you know, actually going to meet the devil, you know, that that's a whole other story. So he also criticized pretty much everyone involved. He criticized uh, Michaela Ward for abetting the misconduct. The admin team abetting. Uh, can you? Abetting. I'm trying to. I feel like. I feel like abetting. Is that like she? How? How did she aid any of it? It seems like she reported everything. Well, like he's saying that she should have reported it to the superintendent more, and she kept trying to look the other way. But it seemed like I don't know. Just from the story you've told, that she actually was one of the only people who. Who tried to, to do anything about it? Yeah, no, it. she was, and I'll get to that more in a second. But they accused her of like looking the other way and befriending the the girls. Like they said, oh, she wasn't really trying to be a mentor or supervisor. She tried to befriend them first before she started reporting stuff. Okay. Uh, he also said that the admin team was at fault for giving the girls so many chances. Duh. Uh, yeah, no doy. And the principal was partly at fault for not balancing her role as principal and mother. Duh. No doy. Uh, principal Therat was bought out of her contract for $75,000. And oh, wow. That's a that's a lot of money for for that position. I didn't think you That they basically like it must have been the beginning of a year and they just paid her out of her salary or something. I don't know how much principals make. It's very hard to fire principals. It's very very hard. You have to have the school district like they have to have like a open and shut case against her, which you would think they would in this one, but sometimes it's easier just to pay the problem to go away. Or or just do a witch hunt and then put a bunch of other random people in a warehouse and try to figure out what to do with exactly. them. Exactly. Uh, she also uh, like released a comment through her lawyer that said that she took the school to the pinnacle of academic excellence. A point that Jones, the lawyer, actually agreed with. I I feel like with with I, obviously her daughter wasn't an A student, so you know they must have well, made. I really imagine made, that the like daughter was actually kids, an A so. student because the teachers were so terrified of this mother daughter duo that it'd be easier just to give her good grades. Yeah, I don't know. I imagine there was one teacher who like didn't give her good grades, and then the and then she wound up just, dead in a ditch. Not even. Yeah, yeah. Well, that or you know, like some scandal happened, and that teacher had to be fired. I don't know. I'm imagining like some ridiculous. None of this is, sounds like something that should be happening in real life, to be honest. But you know, alas, the American school system. It gets a little better. In the end, the school board used that comment of his report. And a couple other things that were said in there to and to make it a point that they basically made this ward the scapegoat. They pretty much used what his report said about, well, at least the principal did good things for the school at one time. And they said if it wasn't for that Miss Ward letting him get away with stuff for so long, they would have gotten a hold of it sooner. What the actual. Oh, my God. She, over the I mean, course of the this story, she has received the most blame for allowing the bad behavior of that 2006 season to continue. She's literally the lowest level of this whole thing. Like, you can't blame the pawn for, you know, what yep. the queen did or whatever. Yep. 
As for the girls, they all left and moved on to the next phase of their lives. Carissa went to the University of Texas with the idea that she learned a lot and she knows she needs to tone herself down and not get caught up in all that power. I bet you she like is that, got dropped out and became a trophy wife. That was wife. a quote from uh, her mom's attorney. She's he's like she oh, learned well. something here and she shouldn't get and she's got a, and she learned not to get caught up in having too much power. Wait, how did this girl get into the University of Texas? I mean, both me and you knew and know that in Texas it's really hard to get into the university I'm of Texas you unless you have that really awesome grades or or not to sound insensitive have some kind of minority benefit to you because that's how it works you have to be like top 10 percent and probably a minority i don't know it's really hard to get in there if you're just a random like white mean girl i'm telling you and i believe this 100 percent that she was getting good grades the whole time she was in high school because people were scared of her and her mom yeah but you can't fake an act or an sat yeah, but sometimes when you're like in that top ten percent, that doesn't even matter as much as it should. You can get like a very average to below average SAT if you're in the top ten percent and still get in. She also yeah, has I the mean, resume of being like, "Well, I was captain of the cheerleading squad." Blah blah blah. Like she had the resume that she could easily make it work. Yeah, I mean, I I guess it also depends on. A lot of other stuff, too. Plus, her mom was a school principal, so she probably had connections somewhere to help out, too. There's a lot of reasons I could see her totally getting in there. Yeah, but me or you couldn't get in there. Uh, yeah, it would have been tough. I don't think I could have got in there. I also had a terrible... I, I'm terrible at standardized tests. Most of the parents uh, of the girls agreed that their kids had made mistakes, but they thought it, they think that it was a far cry from what it was made out to be in the media. The girls also have an answer for everything. They said that they stopped at the condom store only to pass time before a photo shoot for the football program during that summer. The picture was actually a clerk's idea. They s- oh, okay. Yeah, something like clerk is going to go to a bunch of high school girls in their cheerleading outfits. Hey, you should put this dick in your mouth. You girls look mighty cute in your <laughs> Halloween costumes. Those are Halloween costumes, right? You're definitely not like 17, right? You should take this picture. Oh, I don't know. It's a bad idea. Should we do it? Should we do it? Should we do it? Yeah, you should do it. But just for me, don't post yeah, this anyway. Yeah, you know, you definitely look very young and, you know, that those are real high school in the area, but I'm, I'm going to... I know that's a costume. It's not. Okay, real. girls, I'll take a picture with you for your phone if you ta- if I can take one with mine. <laughs> we, we were thinking no one would ever see this except for our good friends, said one of the girls who quit the squad. Oh, said so, so, so that you put it on MySpace? I don't even think you could hide stuff from people on MySpace, could you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. That's a except for all the music like videos the that were put up there by bands had. that 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 never, you know, that were just terrible. And people like I couldn't find. My favorite it. thing about MySpace that I wish Facebook had, but now I kind of understand why they didn't do this. Was I liked how you could like design the page and add music though. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. You know, you know what I like about Facebook is they know what I'm doing all the time, and they're able to track all my movements, and then they can better sell me advertising, so that I know what like I airheads. Want, you know, yeah. No, that was Amazon that did that. Uh, it, it's still weird. 
the whole internet's listening to us. We basically like I'm I'm sure they're the in, NSA is pulling things from this podcast and it's gonna you know track us down and think we're talking about inappropriate things about high school girls or something stupid. Yeah, if you're listening and I say we're not, we're just talking about a news story that came out in 2006, so calm down. It's like Mean Girls 3. This is like Mean Girls 3, Meaner Girls. Ooh. <laughs> and then there's some random girl in there. You don't even go here. <laughs> Another quote from that that same interview I was talking about a second ago about it being, uh, you know, just for friends. Uh, She said, it was just a joke. We weren't serious at all. It just got out of hand because everyone saw it. Oh, oh, I mean, you know, this goes into the theory of like that. Remember this came up um, when they had that drive drive by thing at the like Klan rally a while back. And when people like were upset about all of a sudden like how because their pictures were like came out of them being racist that things bad things were happening to them. That's that comment right there. Yeah, it's a really it's like bad it's okay argument. for me to like hate a whole group of people as long as I you know wh- like why they get to be prejudiced against me even though I hate them kind of thing. She continued, and this is this is probably my favorite quote. We have been through so much and have only grown stronger in our friendships. The report said that this was the end of the Fab Five. Well, there is no end for us. Life is evidently full of hard lessons, but we will always have each other. We survive and we celebrate and hope to do that all of our lives together. Uh, well, that's going to be... So they all got to the University of Texas? No, I don't think so, but they stayed friends after they graduated, clearly. BFFs. Best friends that flock together, picking up candles and doing inappropriate things. <laughs> Wait, so can we backtrack like a whole f- hour? Um, was the candle shaped like yes. a penis? Okay. I imagine in those places everything's shaped like a penis. Yes, they were. Except for the things that are shaped like the opposite of a penis. They were penis candles, and they took a picture in their uniforms all holding these candles, and then one of them was, like, putting it in her mouth. Well, But it was a joke. Like, no one was supposed to ever, ever see that, and then it just magically ended up on MySpace, and everyone saw it. Yeah, like the sorority that got in a bunch of trouble for posting like their watermelon and fried chicken picture on Martin Luther King Day last year. And so like, oh, it's just a joke. Oh, my God. People are so stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, that was the story of the Fab Five. Uh, everything turned out rosy for them. They didn't. Wait, so I'm confused. You know, I know we're talking about the Fab Five, but at what time did... Um, did they mess up, you know, with, with, no, with that, by calling a timeout at the wrong time in the game? Yeah. So at a football game, we'll circle it back to high school football. One of the girls just didn't, she kind of like got possessed by the spirit of Andy Reed and she ran out onto the field screaming timeout and doing the little hand signal for timeout and then realized that the team had no timeouts. And then she kind of just like woke up at midfield all confused and then went and put on a Santa suit to try to inspire the team and said, what would Andy Reid do? I like how you combine the thing I was actually talking about with a bunch of other things. Because I wasn't sure you thought I was, you knew what I was talking about, but you did. Yes, I, I, I was aware. 
Oh, what a what a web we weave. So, as I said, I don't know if that's our most sportsy conversation, but when I was looking at one Texas high school football scandal, I found another high school scandal, and I thought it was worth talking about. I I enjoyed that one. Um, you weren't kidding when you said they were. It was a very loose sequel, but um, I really liked how you know bitchy and maniacal it was. Uh, I I really like drama. I say I don't like drama, but that kind of stuff, like I just eat that up. That's hilarious, and uh, you know it's funny that at the end of the day, that nothing bad happened to any of these people who did terrible. And stuff that's the real moral of the story. Us. Yeah, the moral of the story is just have somebody that's really close to you be in charge, and have a good scapegoat. You always gotta have a scapegoat, you know. I always have a scapegoat. Always have a scapegoat. Listen, people, if you don't ever learn anything from us, at least learn that it's important to always have a scapegoat. Get yourself in a position where you don't really, you, everybody, like, you only have, like, really one boss ahead of you, and then have plausible deniability. You know, never admit to saying anything <laughs> that you that you clearly said, and, you know, always have somebody that's kind of, you know, a little unhinged and quits in the middle of the year that you, and, can, you can blame stuff and on. i didn't put this in there but i do remember reading in the article that the girls were like legitimately surprised that one of the moms got fired the principal like they were surprised that all their antics took her down with them like okay how are you not wow. how are you surprised Wait, so by that the worst thing that happened was the mom getting fired yeah but all she works in laredo now oh well i think that's its own punishment you know depending Good on point. Yeah, Laredo is probably not a... It's not a great place. Great place. Um, I don't know if it's gotten better, but I definitely heard some bad things about it. Uh, I mean, we when we would go over to across the border fairly often, we never... Like, we went in the Wave of Laredo once. And, uh, yeah. I mean, the best thing you can say about Laredo is it's Laredo. It's a place. Yeah, well, you know, I would bet you they don't have any ponchos there that you can knock over. So, papillas. <laughs> All right, y'all, we'll see you back after the Thanksgiving break. Thank you for coming in again. <laughs> Wait, but are we now or are we then? What Wait, year is oh, it? God, I did it again. This is going to come out after Thanksgiving. You know what? I'll just end by saying this. We'll see you when we see you, and it'll be next week. Whatever but week it is. We're not seeing these people. We're we're talking. We're not even talking to them. We're talking to ourselves. Okay. But okay. to them. Let me one more time. We will talk at you next week, no matter what day today is. But next week around the same time, we'll talk at you again. Wait, but this is two weeks from now. But when nobody knows when we recorded this, when did we record? What's happening? I'm going to bed. Uh, well, okay. Well, bye. Later. Why do I always say stupid things at the end? <laughs>